Hey guys, this is a quick disclaimer before we start the episode. All the opinions expressed are ours and do not reflect the opinions of the Tideline staff or Palisades Charter High School. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, welcome back to the second episode of Talking with Tideline. I'm Davina. And I'm Bianca. And we're so, so excited to talk about how to find community and the chaos of high school. First, we wanted to give you guys a little update because we've been quite busy since our first episode came out. Wait, so our first episode was like a few weeks ago. So since then, what have you been doing, Bianca? I've been super busy trying to get those college applications in. Uh-huh. Um, school has been so stressful, um, but I'm honestly feeling pretty good. Water polo season's getting started. We've seen some great musical shows. Oh, yeah, guys. Bianca and I did see Mamma Mia. We loved it. We loved it. Good job, so everybody. We, we've honestly been doing pretty good. Davina, how have you been? I'm good. Um, let's see. Recap of my weekend. Um, I went to the homecoming football game, oh, which is it? fun. It was good. I saw um, the Pally Dance team, of course. <laughs> As you know, we love them. Um, what else? The next night, I did not go to homecoming. Um, I was invited somewhere else. Mazel Tov, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca, you went, though. Yeah, I had a good time. It was fun. I liked getting ready. We've had a lot of celebrity requests to join the podcast. Really? A couple of my teachers <laughs> have been begging to get on the pod. And we're definitely going to include them eventually. So if you're listening to this and you want to be on the podcast, please email us, talkingwithtideline at gmail.com, and we will get you involved. But going on to the main topic of today, high school is hard. We kind of touched on that last week, and we want to help you guys. We are seniors. We know a lot of things. We also don't know a lot of things. But we're here to give you advice and kind of open up a forum to make you guys feel comfortable in the community of high school. Yeah, and just as a context, so as you know, Bianca and I are seniors, and we, as sophomores, uh, we did our sophomore year online. So with that, socially, it was, like, not there. We didn't didn't have the ability to make new friends that year. So coming into our junior year, we really took advantage of what we had, and we learned new ways to make friends, meet new people, and we want to share that with you guys today. Yeah, so starting off, I think that this is common. People know this, but I think it's important to reiterate it, that friendships are always changing. I'm still friends with some of the people I was friends with freshman year, but I have a totally different group. Mm -hmm. It's constantly evolving, and social scenes are constantly changing. And so to anyone that's in a difficult social situation, I want you to know that things will get better. You will find a group of people that mesh, and if you don't, you have life ahead of you don't think of high school as the end-all be-all of socializing yeah and don't feel bad if you see that your friends and your group are kind of growing apart like it's such a normal thing to happen you are going through different experiences changing values and sometimes your values are not going to align with the people you get you were once really close with and that just causes you guys to grow apart you guys are going in different directions in your life and you know, trying to hold on to that really hard can actually prevent you from meeting new people that align with your life goals better. Totally. And I think like kind of the advice aspect of this is like, if you're currently struggling regarding your friendships, start thinking about the ideals you prioritize. Like, for example, if you're really focused on school and you feel like your friends aren't so focused on school and they're dragging you down, start trying to find people in your classes that align with you academically. Or if you feel like people are so 
stressed out about school and they're really emphasizing that and you want to focus on like hanging out with your friends more start thinking about those people that you have fun with hanging out so i think it's starting to like also identifying your priorities and friendships and that will kind of change who you're friends with yeah and also don't be afraid to go out of your way and talk to people who you normally wouldn't speak to like if you see someone walking in the hallway and you you know like their outfit or whatever even though they're not your close friend or you don't even have a class with them saying something nice to someone can be just like a great way to create a new relationship with somebody and don't be afraid to go out of your way and make new friends totally i agree i think that a big part of making friends is getting out of your comfort zone. I think that the biggest thing that I learned at Pali was joining clubs and like really stepping out of your comfort zone. The people in your classes, you should be friends with them. They're going to help you. You can study with them. And that's one way to make friends, but also like being on a sports team. It doesn't necessarily have to be competitive, but like you can meet friends within that. And also I think the general advice is like don't like get rid of those preconceived notions i feel like i had so many preconceived notions of people like oh they were popular in middle school they're like this they were with these friends whatever like throw that all away because it really doesn't matter and i bet so many people that i had like a preconceived notion of and then i met them and i was like wow this person's really genuine or i met someone who i thought was going to be my best friend and then i realized they don't really mesh with me yeah, I guess don't be negative about people that you don't even know. Like having like a like Bianca said, a preconceived notion or negative view of someone can really like hinder your ability to make connections as well as like it'll it's gonna make you miserable looking at the people around you and feeling like you're better than them and everything in there. Totally. Don't be like talking to someone is important and having like these like negative biases against everyone that you don't even know can just like really make your high school experience sad. Yeah, it can be really bad. (laughs) And also, I think that a big thing that I really struggled with is that friendships don't have to be hanging out outside of school all the time. Like, obviously, I think that is an important part of friendships, and I'm not putting that aside, but I have so many friends at school that I've never hung out with outside of school. And but doesn't really necessarily damper our friendship that much. And I think it's important to have strong connections in school and outside of school. So don't feel pressured to have to go out every weekend. It's okay to want to stay inside. It's okay not to want to go out and do things all the time. It's stressful. High school is hard. And I think if you're prioritizing going out over your schoolwork or over your own mental health, that's when things are going to start to get a little wobbly and you're going to start doing things that you're not necessarily like proud of. Also, I think we should be like, taking advantage of the fact that Pali is such a large school with so many diverse peoples. Um, I was talking to someone the other night who goes to a small private school and they were talking about how they have been going to school with the same people, the same like 100 kids since middle school. And because of that, they're kind of sick of it and they're tired of being around the same people all the time and not being able to branch out and meet new people. So here at Pali, I'm still making new friends every year. I'm meeting new people, talking to them, despite the fact that I've been in high school with them for the past four years. It's just because Pali is such a large school with different people, different groups, ideas. Um, We should all be taking advantage of that. Totally. I 100% agree. I think that it's so hard 
to feel like you're trapped in your social scene. And this year, I honestly had a really hard time. My best friends were seniors and when they left, I honestly was really scared because I didn't necessarily know what I would be, where I would be socially. And it's definitely still hard. And I don't think I'm in like the ideal social situation I want. Like there's a lot of things that I wish changed, but Honestly, the most important advice I could give is like, go with the flow, you know, talk to those people, put yourself out there, start sitting with another group. Like you can't get insecure when you're in the process of making new friends because it's going to change your personality mm -hmm. and it's going to make you seem more anxious and stressed than you need to be. And so I think that the biggest advice I could give is just try to find the a balance. Like you're obviously not always going to be your true self around people because we change depending on the people we're around, but really, really try who do you want to represent? Do you want to mm -hmm. represent a strong person academically? Do you want to represent your funny side? Do you want to represent your caring side, your insecure side? Find those parts of yourself and really tune in to what you want to represent at school because this is your time to invent yourself. Even I know there's there's so many seniors or juniors who feel like it's too late or even sophomores, but like you have so much time to invent who you want to be. I mean, Davina, I'm sure you can speak on this, but we have so many people we know that have drastically changed from freshman or oh, even sophomore Oh, absolutely, year. including ourselves. We have changed as people. Totally. And that changes who we want to be around and how, like you said, represent ourselves and who we want to be in the future. So if you're changing, your friends are changing, don't be scared of that. It's very normal and take it as an opportunity to meet new people and expand your social life. Totally. Um, honestly, I feel like, do you have any other lasting advice? Because I kind of want to talk about pop culture. We'll get into that. I have a question because you were talking about how you had friends last year that were seniors and now they're graduated in college how do you keep up with them i'm curious honestly i would say it's really really hard and if they're listening to this <laughs> love you guys but i'm still close with them but it is really hard and i also yeah. want this to be a message to those underclassmen or even juniors that have senior friends it is going to be hard and it is going to take some adjusting but you will figure out what relationship works best with your friends like for example uh one of my best friends i just texted her today and like we can't always facetime but we really do try to like snapchat or create like a forming connection and i think you just have to accept that it's not necessarily going to be the same relationship you guys had before and that's what i've kind of accepted like i still love these people but you also have to let them breathe a little bit yeah. you know college is hard and so letting them adjust and it but i would say it's definitely growing pains it's definitely hard to see the people that you were so close with moving on and having other friends but like I'm I'm so happy for them and I know that they're like doing amazing um but yeah I definitely think it's hard and it takes a lot of maturity and understanding that like they're gonna be okay yeah it just makes you think that you know both of both of us are seniors right now and we're gonna be in college next year so it makes me think like the people that I've been friends with for a very, very long time, how is our relationship going to change? Yeah, and it's a scary thing to think about, and I don't have the answer to it. And Totally. I mean, that's really scary, honestly. It's really scary, and I think that it's really hard to think that I will be in a different place in a year with different friends and have a completely different relationship with my family members. And I think that's honestly what's so 
great and scary about college. And so I kind of wanted to like put it out to the listeners that to know like if you are scared in your social situation right now, it is going to get better. If you're going to go to college, you're going to have a great time and you're going to completely change socially. But also your home is always here. And I think that a hard thing that people often like mess up is that they think that they have to completely change themselves and you know throw away their roots when they go to college but that's not true at all like you can i think we're still going to be close to some of our high school friends definitely i don't think that it'll be like the same where we see each other every day but like i I still want to talk to you when i go to college well no i'm kidding (laughs) listen i'm not saying it as if it's going to be cut off if you graduate and that is it no i am saying like you know obviously our relationship is not going to be like that. I'm crossing my fingers, by the way. You can't see me. Um, it's not going to be where we're together all the time like we are at school. And that's a scary thing to think about because this is how I made my friends, like, at school. Because we we're always in classes together, hanging out outside of school. This is, you know, what my social life looks like. So thinking about how that's going to completely change in college can be scary. We just took a little pause, but I think we kind of want to go into our like pop culture lives. Pop uh, culture. Pop Wait, culture. What do you mean by pop, pop culture? Like talk about the stuff that's happening. Like I want to talk about midnight. Oh, you do? Okay, let's talk <laughs> about it. So we want to talk about Taylor Swift, and I honestly think that in this podcast we're trying to find a mesh between like the fun stuff and also like serious stuff that's interesting for the viewers because we don't want to just talk about hear our voice voices we want you guys to learn something learn something have a new perspective anyway and I'm this, a Swifty. Is re- this is related to pally anyways like our homecoming thing was midnights no yes yeah davina and i are both diehard swifties we, we are. love her we will support taylor with our lives uh just kidding unless she does something bad but <laughs> I think we wanted to talk about the album, what are our thoughts, and how does that relate to our school? I honestly think I want to write a rhetorical analysis essay about the impact of You're On Your Own Kid. I really think that it could be a transformative um, essay. And if you don't know what You're On Your Own Kid is, it's track five of Midnight's. And track five is like the most heart-wrenching song of all of Taylor Swift's albums. So... What are your thoughts on the album? I really enjoyed it. I did. I thought it was a really lyrically, despite popular opinion that I've seen, I thought lyrically it was a really well done album. And I enjoyed the sound of it. It was pretty different from her past albums, especially Evermore and Folklore. Um, I thought it was fun. I just, I had a good time listening to it. Totally. And I think it's kind of hard because really in in my eyes, Taylor Swift is kind of like, the eye of the beholder (laughs) like I really think that people process it so differently and like Evermore was obviously a transformative album for me and I loved it in folklore as well but I'm not expecting the same vibes out of Midnight's and that's why I think people are having a hard time every single Taylor Swift album isn't gonna be like 13 heart-wrenching songs and you have to be okay with that but I really love the energy of this and I really think if you listen to the lyricism and you understand Taylor Swift you'd know how impactful some of these songs are and so I think that people jump to conclusions and just because it doesn't sound like their favorite album it means it's bad but I don't think that's true at all yeah there's plenty of Taylor Swift songs that don't necessarily like fit the vibe I want to listen to that doesn't mean they're not they don't have brilliant lyricism or they aren't beautifully crafted. Yeah. Do you think this is going to get a nomination for the Grammys? Because people are actually, people are predicting that it was, but I've seen a lot of opinions that they're thinking it's just not as strong as an album. 
for I, it to be nominated. I think it's a very strong album. I think that just because she's Taylor Swift and like, I think, I think that it depends on how popular some of the singles get. I'm waiting to hear like Lavender Haze on the radio. I think it's a perfect radio song and anti-hero. And I think once pe- more people start listening to it, I think it'll probably get a Grammy nomination. I think so too. Um, wait, speaking of the Grammys, do we want to talk about our predictions for album of the year nominations? Hmm. The thing is, is I'm not too like, I, I say I love pop culture, but that <laughs> means like Taylor Swift and a couple other things that I certainly pay attention to, but I want to hear yours. I feel like it's definitely going to be like BTS. Like, I don't know. Did BTS, BTS? Know that album? Um, I don't know. But it's always I, BTS. I just They're going to war. The, they're going I know to, they are, guys. <laughs> they're enlisting. <laughs> no, okay. Listen, um, with the album of the year, I there's just a few albums that come to mind instantly. Um, Harry's album, Harry's House, mm-hmm. I think that's gonna get a nomination for one of the biggest albums of this year. Beyonce came out with the album, which is also really good. Kendrick. Who else? Um you have honestly Red Taylor's version. Might be nominated. I don't think it will no. be. Okay, you know yeah. what I want to say? Guys, this is going to be super controversial. I don't like Harry Styles fans. You don't I like don't, the fans? I don't like the fans. I okay. think he's great. But I think the fans are, like, too much, you know? Uh-huh. And I think that it's just, like, there's certain fr- fan fandoms that are, like, stressful, that stress me out mm-hmm. by, like, how much they love Harry. And I feel like any One Direction fans are like that. And I know I'm yeah. probably going to get hate for this, but... These are my opinions. I just don't like fandoms in general that are going to blindly support the person that they are a fan of. I was listening to this other podcast called Binge-topia. We'll give you guys some podcast recs. Maybe we'll give you guys some more things yeah. that we like and we'll post it somewhere. But I was listening to this podcast. They were talking about like Nicki Minaj and how her fans like literally send people death threats. And like that's why I have a hard time supporting fandoms because they're so one-sided for the artists they support where they will throw away any of their other beliefs Mm -hmm. or ideals because they support the fan like i know that these people wouldn't normally send people death threats but oh if it's for Nicki minaj it's okay and i don't think that's fair but did you see what what has been happening with Selena gomez and um hailey bieber i haven't seen well basically like a little bit of a context to the story Selena Gomez um, used to date Justin Bieber. They broke up, and now Justin Bieber is married to Hailey Bieber. Um, so a lot of like these really big Selena Gomez fans are constantly sending death threats to Hailey Bieber, and Hailey Bieber recently addressed it, and now the situation has been reignited. Um, so I think it just like shows like. I don't understand the people that devote their lives to defending celebrities that do not even know who they are. Totally. And it's just weird. I mean, what I think there's doing? a difference between, like, obviously we love Taylor Swift. But I know if Taylor Swift did something really messed up, like, even the stuff about her, but, like, her climate pattern. Like, obviously <laughs> I understand that that's wrong, you know? And I still listen to her music, but obviously we have to understand that. And I think the same thing with... Nicki Minaj is like Nicki Minaj has done messed up things and I think it's all about nuance like nuance is the most important word I think for fandoms is having both sides of the story you can still support the artist we're not saying like don't listen to the artist unless they've obviously done something really bad but it's like having that opinion we're recognizing that they have faults we all have faults but I think that we have this like idyllic perspective of these celebrities and it creates a really toxic like almost godlike stature for some of these people um 
But I don't want to keep rambling because we want to keep these episodes short. <laughs> but honestly, we just wanted to remind you guys about letters from the listeners. Um, you can email us. We have our Google form that's going to be in the bio of this. Um, and also, if you know us, come find us at school. And you think we people will- only recognize us for our voice? <laughs> Like, I honestly don't think there's people listening to this that don't know who we are. If you, if you don't know who we are, welcome. Welcome to the pod. But um, if you have anything important to tell us, please, we'd love to hear it. And yeah, anything to add, Davina? Um, no, but stay tuned for our next episode, which is going to be really interesting. We have an amazing guest for that. And we'll see you it's next gonna time. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah? <laughs> it's a surprise, yes. See you guys next time. Bye.